Welcome to the Wild Menopause Podcast, where we explore an empowering reframe on women, menopause, and midlife. I'm Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach, and I call menopause the passion portal, a sexual and spiritual rebirth into the richest, most creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life. If you're entering perimenopause, immersed in menopause, or postmenopausal, and you're ready to rock your third chapter like a queen, this podcast is for you. Are you done with feeling like you're being put out to pasture? I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. In this show, I offer a body, mind, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on topics like female orgasm, pleasure, sensuality, tantric and Taoist practices, somatic healing, intimacy, and desire-based living. Basically, all the things that support you in manifesting and creating an amazing third chapter of your life. And oh yeah, I'm an astrologer, so you'll see some of that too. I'm so thrilled you're here. Welcome to the show. Hey there, welcome back to the show. Welcome back to Wild Menopause. So happy to have you here as always. So today's episode, I'm going to get a little woo. (laughs) That's my disclaimer. Um, I want to talk about something that, um, something I love to explore, something that I'm really passionate about. And we're going to talk about jade and other gemstones and more specifically, the magical, mystical realm of the energetic healing properties of different stones, starting with jade. And if you're new to my work, if this is the very first time you found me, uh, the jade egg practice is a big part of what I teach in my work with women. Big part of my coaching practice, very central to my work, is something called the jade egg practice. And what that is, very briefly, is a whole yoga system devoted to the female pelvis. It's one of the most, if not the most, curative and empowering practices on the planet for women. It's been around for many, many years, thousands of years. It originated in ancient China. And it is like the best way, I believe, to really tone the female core, to get optimal function in the female core and the pelvic floor, and to really cultivate lifelong vitality. This is where the the energetics come in, which is um, really fascinating stuff. So what it is, again, very briefly, is a piece of jade, if we're using jade, jade carved in the shape of an egg, used internally in the vagina. And there are various practices that we do. Some are more like exercises, really subtle movement exercises, also breathing practices or breathwork practices, sounding practices or energetic practices. So again, it's a whole yoga system devoted to the female pelvis. And if you've heard me say that a million times, (laughs) my apologies, but in case you are tuning in and fairly new to my world, that's what I'm talking about here. So if you have followed me for a while, you know that I am very adamant about my beginner clients using nephrite jade as a beginner egg. It really is the best pick for starting a practice. And there are a bunch of reasons why. First off, it's a very durable stone. And um, you want that in the beginning, especially when you're new to using an egg, you know, new to handling an egg, you're going to drop your egg. (laughs) It's going to happen. And the nephrite jade is very durable. It's not going to crack on you. It's not going to chip on you or anything like that. We do, in the way I teach the jade egg, we use a drilled egg with a string through this hole, the drilled hole, to do these practices that I speak of. 
And um, the jade has, again, such a durable um, hardness, but also the way it's structured is very, very strong. The uh, the structure of the, the crystal is very strong. So I highly recommend or insist really that people start with that for that for that reason. But I don't know if I mentioned this that much, more the energetic reasons why starting with jade is a good idea. So I'll do that now. <laughs> We're talking about gemstones. They have an energy, right? There's an aliveness. There's a healing uh, quality to gemstones. And you might be new or very familiar to that world of, you know, the healing power of gemstones. I think it's it's a fascinating world to step into. But nephrite jade, as, as, as uh, healing stones go, has a very calming, grounded effect on the female body. And it also is, um, it's considered to be connected to nourishing the kidneys. And that's really important in the beginning to nourish the kidneys because in the Taoist tradition, the kidneys are considered to be the battery packs for our sexual energy, for our libido. So that nephrite jade is a beautiful stone to start with if you feel like your libido is exhausted or tanked. And it's a very gentle way to start to, again, I like the word nourish rather than boost the libido. So gently, in a very yin way, nourish the libido, nourish the kidneys, nourish our internal organs. It also is said to have a connection to the heart. And I think that's really important too, right? To start to really get that connection between the yoni and the heart to have a more fully embodied practice is really good. And that's like a gentle way of connecting with the heart. It's not overwhelming. And jade is um, something that, again, is very grounding. It's got a very stabilizing energy. And here's the thing, most, if not all of us, and this is ongoing, right? We carry a lot in the pelvis. We carry past trauma, past experiences, stored emotions, blocked emotions. And when you're new to this practice, you're going to meet those places, right? Where those things are stuck energetically. And using a stone like nephrite jade is a very gentle way to start to liberate that stuck energy in a balanced way. And um, so it can free up, (laughs) to free up your sexual energy, but not in a way where it's going to come on too fast, too strong, if that makes sense. It's, It's a very harmonious stone. And which is why I, again, really love beginners to start with that, not only because of the durability factor, but because of its calming effect. It can really help to harmonize our hormones, which is very useful (laughs) for women, especially if you follow me on the Wild Menopause podcast. Um, I'm sure you're interested in hormonal harmony. So Jade is a wonderful stone to begin with. And again, highly recommend it. And I have a, a beautiful source for you to to um, to purchase from, the great, reliable source that I love. However, you may find yourself really drawn to working with other gemstones. I do work with other gemstones, and I love that practice. So I wanted to just carve out um, an episode to talk about that as well, of something that you may want to evolve into after working with jade for a bit, or maybe you already have an established jade egg practice. You feel like you're used to using the egg internally. Maybe you've done some work with, um, 
you know, really clearing some energy and you feel like you're ready to explore other gemstones. So this, this podcast episode is for you as well. So there are several gemstones I'll talk about here that I, I really love and use and have used for many years in my own personal practice. One I'll talk about, which is very popular with a lot of women, is rose quartz, the rose quartz egg. Now, rose quartz is um, often called the love stone. And it's a beautiful pink color, as you can imagine. Maybe you've seen it. And um, it has a connection, I think, to, to our sensuality and our heart. And it's a wonderful stone to work with um, to really just bring more self-love in a very pleasurable way. But here's the thing with all the quartz, quartzes, is that proper to say quartzes or quartz? I'm not sure about the plural <laughs> on that. They um, amplify energy. So just as I said before, the jade is a nice way to start your jade egg because you want to start to work with, again, harmonizing your emotions and, and do, do some clearing and healing before you work with a more amplifying stone. Because if there's some, say, anger, for example, when I started my practice, I had a lot of anger stored in my pelvis, and the jade was a really good pick for me. I think if I started with with rose quartz, it might have just amplified the anger, which might not not necessarily be a bad thing. You could process it and integrate it and all of that. However, it could be overwhelming, right? And you don't want to blow out your nervous system. You don't want to get overwhelmed emotionally in the beginning of the practice. I have seen this happen with different people who just jumped right in with um, uh, uh, the rose quartz. But rose quartz can be a beautiful healing tool, healing egg when you're ready for it. It's, um, you know, connects us to the heart chakra. It's really wonderful for self-nurturing, self-love. And it's, um, again, one of my favorites. I love it. But again, it's um, maybe not a great place to start just because of its amplification um, properties, like all the quartzes. Another quartz that I'm fond of is fire quartz, which is connected to the root chakra. And um, I just love the energy of this, this, this stone as well. I've been using it a lot lately, but it's, um, it's been said to have the qualities of really gathering scattered energy. And if you, you feel kind of scattered, it can be help to kind of pull, help you pull it together, <laughs> which I really like. It's supposed to really help balance the yin and the yang, the masculine and feminine energies within us. And fire quartz, ironically, is said to have a cooling effect, which I definitely feel, and it feels really nice. And it might be something you're interested in if you're listening to a podcast called Wild Menopause, just saying. So another favorite of mine is black obsidian, and this has a very strong energy. (laughs) I really like working with it, have used it for years in my own practice. It's... um what it is, it's volcanic glass. So it's lava that has been rapidly cooled and it forms this beautiful, deep, dark glass. It's very reflective. In ancient times, it was actually used to make mirrors because of its reflective qualities. Now, black obsidian is very healing for the root, the root chakra. So this can be, you know, powerful emotions stored there. And also it's very good for working with ancestral healing. And I found it to be super powerful for that. And what um, black obsidian does, it can bring up our shadow, like the, and don't be afraid of that word, (laughs) but like it can really bring up the things that we most need to heal. So again, you want to be ready for that, the readiness factor. So starting with jade, 
is is a wonderful kind of gateway in to working with your energy and and releasing stuck energy because if there is um a lot there black obsidian just gets right in there and brings that to the surface that's been my experience and yet when you are ready for it it's um incredibly protective empowering this is uh, very uh, connected to Scorpio in, in astrology. And I have a lot of Scorpio in my chart, so maybe that's why I like it. But it's um, not afraid to get in there under the hood, do that deep, deeper shadow work. And um, and once you do that, of course, when you feel those 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 deeper emotions, what happens is we get empowered, right? This is deep alchemy that, that can really happen. So Black Obsidian can be a wonderful addition, again, when you feel ready for it, when you know um, what to expect, when you're ready to feel the deeper emotions. We are talking root chakra healing, which can be intense work, and um, but also very empowering work. It can really root us in our body, in our purpose, in uh, a really powerful way. So again, I love Black Obsidian for that reason, and um, very deeply emotionally empowering. And one more stone I want to talk about here that I love and I use in my own practice is red jasper. So this is a beautiful red, like earthy red color stone. And it was associated in ancient Egyptian cultures with the fertilizing blood of Mother Isis. I'm reading this from a crystal book that I have. It's really beautiful. I'll make sure I link that in the notes as well. Um, and red jasper is supposed to support the heart, circulatory system, and be really good for the blood. Hence, like the red color is a connection to the blood. And um, it's connected with the root chakra as well. So all the root chakra issues. So this can be wonderful for that in terms of um, scarcity issues, fear issues. This can be wonderfully healing for, again, ancestral work. And I found that to be very true, very powerful. And it's also got a beautiful nurturing quality. It's um, a favorite in the Tantra world um, for the passion too. There's the red um, energy of the quality of the stone. It brings passion, but also like a nurturing quality of passion. It's um, it's a wonderful stone for self-care, for self-cultivation, for those reasons. I feel like it's a wonderful self-pleasure stone to be working with because it does ignite our own passion in, um, again, a very self-nurturing way, which I, I really love. I love the color of it. I love the feel of the energy. And um, it can be, again, super powerful for healing any, any past trauma, ancestral trauma, and also really great for cultivating uh, kundalini energy. And again, something you want to be ready for, right? So starting with jade can be great. Jasper can activate your kundalini energy more powerfully and will start to um, rise up your spine. <laughs> and you want to be ready for that. You want to really build resiliency in your system so that you can run the energy in your system in a healthy way, which is why the the jade egg itself is a great gemstone to start with, of course, but also the jade egg practices, right? It's not just about the stone, it's about the practices are really wonderful to prepare your body 
to run more kundalini energy, sexual energy through your body in a way that feels good, that feels supportive. And you've probably heard me say this before, but it's all about, from my perspective, cultivating this sexual energy so that it can fuel your life, right? It can fuel all the love that you give in the world, all the gifts that you give to the world. It'll be fueled from a full cup. And also it fuels your um, spiritual journey, right? From the Taoist perspective, we're talking about the three Dantians. The lower Dantian, you know, houses our sexual energy, our Jing. The middle Dantian, our, um, our love chi, again, that, that, the giving that we give to the world. And of course, the upper Dantian, our, our Shen, our spiritual chi, our intuition, our vision, all of those things. So again, these different stones can be wonderful to take your journey to the next level. Yeah. And the practices, of the jade egg, again, really help hold that container so that you can, um, when you do take those deeper dives, <laughs> you'll have a, a stronger system that, that can really um, embody and metabolize the energy. And I want to really emphasize here the importance of quality. Like this is important for your jade egg, of course, really important for any gemstone that you're going to be using, any yoni egg. You want to really be careful about where you're buying your egg, right? Really discerning, I should say. Careful sounds really negative. Discerning <laughs> of where you purchase your egg and um, and yoni wands, which I'll, I'll be doing an episode on yoni wands pretty soon. I just did a, a mini course on yoni wands that will be part of my membership. Um, so stay tuned on that. But anytime you're working internally with gemstones, you want to make sure that your source is a good one. And I have a beautiful source for you to explore gemstone yoni. They're a company that has been in business for quite some time. And I've actually purchased so many products from them over the years for my own practice. And I just found out recently that they actually ship globally and that really works for me. I've, <laughs> I have clients all over the world. So I wasn't aware of that. I don't know how that slipped past me, but I didn't know that they shipped globally. I just didn't have that on my radar. So they do. So I'm really excited to, to share this, this resource with you, this, this amazing women, woman run business. Uh, re- they really know their gemstones. Oh my gosh. High quality services, incredible and fast. Um, I'm in the States. So it was fast for me. I'm not sure. Um, how that would pan out globally. I'm sure they're doing their best to make that happen. Discreet shipping, which I think is really important, right? So it's not like, hey, there's a sex thing in here. Like <laughs> it comes in a simple cardboard box. They just use instead of gemstone yoni, it just says that the the letters, the acronym of their, their brand. So it's super discreet shipping, which is important to me. Um, I'm sure it's important to a lot of women. And um, yeah, I just can't say enough about this company. And I just recently became an affiliate because when I found out they ship globally, I was like, wait, really? And she's like, yeah, we got you. And so they offered me um, 10% off for my, my followers. So I have a discount code for you that I will put in the show notes that you can use to get 10% off of your jade egg of, of anything you buy from them. So uh, yeah, you definitely have that in the show notes. So definitely check them out. Beautiful company and um, lots of integrity. And the quality of the stones, the way they polish them, 
that can be an issue with some gemstones. I should say there could be inclusions and pits and things like that. I found I bought from a lot of different companies and I found that their stones are so beautifully polished. And, um, I'm even confident getting the gemstones drilled and which other companies I was not happy with, but they do such a great job at the polishing and finishing that I do use different gemstones like my, uh, my black obsidian and rose quartz. And I have others too that I got the drilled and so far it's been just beautiful. It's, it's, um, wearing beautifully. Let's say, (laughs) I also want to say that I have a, um, a whole mini course for you free on getting started with the jade egg, yoni egg. I call it jade egg slash yoni egg 101. It's on my site, totally free. You don't even need email sign up anymore. You can just hop in where it says free stuff, go right in. I will link it directly in my show notes, but it's part of a whole resource library that I have for you that I talk about in the outro of my podcast, but it's called the goddess vault and I've got all kinds of goodies in there, but I will link directly um, in the show notes to the jade egg slash yoni egg course where um, I talk a lot about what what this episode is about. And you can explore that there. Um, there's also a PDF to get started with your practice, everything you need to know, and a playlist. I think practicing to music is a really beautiful thing. So definitely go check that out. All right, I'm going to wrap it right there. And that's all for now. I will catch you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show and you want to learn more, you want to go deeper, you're my kind of woman and I'd love to meet you. I'd love to have you in my community. Head on over to my website, shaktikor.com. There you'll find an invitation to join my list and get free instant access to a resource library that I created for you called The Goddess Vault. It's chock full of resources to support you in reclaiming and embodying your sensual sovereignty. You'll find guided meditations, breathwork practices, movement practices, and even a beginner's guide to starting a jade egg practice. It's all on my site waiting for you at chaktikor.com. I'll see you there. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you think would benefit from the content I'm sharing here, please share the love, pass it along. Thanks again for listening. I'll catch you next time.